Welcome to That Gay Shit. I'm Will, and shortly before we get into it, um, if you like what you heard on this episode, uh, please share it with anyone you think might also enjoy it. It's greatly appreciated. All right, let's get into it. So recently, Marvel has announced that they are introducing the first gay Captain America in upcoming limited series. The Marvel franchise is introducing a gay superhero in honor of Captain America's 80th anniversary with a limited series titled The United States of Captain America. The special series introduces Marvel's newest queer hero, Aaron Fisher, comic book resources reported. The company press release states that the series will see Steve Rogers teaming up with Captain America's of the past, Bucky Barnes, Sam Wilson, and John Walker on a road trip across America to find his stolen shield. Writer Christopher Cantwell and artist Dale Eaglesham will be joined by a diverse new team to create the new version of Captain America in every issue. Superhero Aaron Fisher, who is described as a fearless teen who stepped up to protect fellow runaways and unhoused, will make his debut in June in honor of Pride Month. Aaron is inspired by heroes of the queer community, activists, leaders, and everyday folks pushing for a better life, writer Joshua Trujillo explained. He stands for the oppressed and the forgotten. I hope his debut story resonates with readers to help inspire the next generation of heroes. Aaron Fisher will be the first of five versions of Captain America introduced in the series, the outlet reported. Each version of Captain America will come from different walks of life, all working to defend their communities. I want to thank editor Alana Smith and Joshua Trujillo very much for asking me to create Aaron, artist Jan Basildua said. I really enjoyed designing him, and as a transgender person, I am happy to be able to present an openly gay person who admires Captain America and fights against evil to help those who are almost invisible to society. Bazadua continued, While I was drawing him, I thought, well, Cap fights against super-powerful beings and saves the world almost always, but Aaron helps those who walk alone in the street with problems that they face every day. I hope people like the end result. So I know this isn't like the content I usually cover, um, but I do enjoy Marvel content. Uh, so I'm going to talk about it because it's my podcast. So I personally really like his design. I think it's really unique, very cool, especially since a lot of the gay community that would be what this new Captain America, Aaron Fisher, from the community he defends, there happens to be a lot of drug use and kind of more like a, a punk type of aesthetic with piercings, um, partially shaved heads, that type of stuff. Let me back up a step. So I woke up this morning to see this news. A friend sent it to me and I saw it on a couple of other things, other outlets. So some people are complaining that, oh, it's just, you know, the first thing we learn is that he's a gay character. And on the one hand, sure, but we also learn more about him, right? He stepped up to protect uh, fellow runaways and unhoused. So he's not Captain America as Steve Rogers is Captain America, but he's inspired by him following in kind of his footsteps, which I think is cool. And I think this plot for this miniseries is interesting. Uh, but stepping up to protect the fellow runaways and unhoused, that's a really common thing to happen in the queer community because there are a lot of parents who unfortunately do not accept their children and kick them out of the house. 
are, and they end up homeless on the street. Uh, and a large portion of youth who are homeless are queer. Now, just small side note, I use the term queer to refer to the community simply because when you're referring to the community, you can refer to it as the LGBT, and then you can add more letters onto it, or you can refer to it as the queer community. As a member of the community, I prefer the term queer just because it's more all-encompassing. It just kind of includes everything, and when you're using it to refer to the community, it's not a slur. So now Marvel does a lot of Pride stuff. They're also putting out limited edition, um, I don't know if they're limited edition, but special covers for a lot of their comics, and a fair amount of stuff for this Pride Month, which I'm looking forward to. Gotta love rainbow capitalism, which is just when companies pretty much pander to the queer community, put rainbows on everything. I like it, personally, because I like seeing rainbows on everything, but it can be harmful. Anyway, not what I'm talking about. So I think this is really exciting, and I think people who are complaining about it, they're like already saying it's going to be bad, and I really hate people who do this. They don't even give it a chance. they just such a closed mind. They're like, oh, the first thing we learn is that it is a queer character. It's going to be bad. Now, yes, there is lots of comic books that put identity first and story second or even lower on the list, but I can't stand people who do that, who just automatically dismiss it because they've seen poor track records in the past. I think things should at least be given a chance. Um, I've seen people complain about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the same people who are complaining about um, Aaron Fisher being a gay character. They're already complaining about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even though it hasn't come out yet, because they see that therapy scene in the trailer and they're like, oh, they're in couples therapy. Oh, it's going to be bad. And I just think other than The Incredible Hulk, has Marvel really ever put out, sorry, the MCU, has it really ever put out a bad movie? Like, not really. Like they do good, entertaining content. So I have full faith that it's going to go well. Anyway, again, not what I'm talking about. But so there are people who don't like this uh, just because they've seen this really, really bad track record among characters who are of minorities. But I don't think that's a reason to just um, dismiss this outright as being a poor comic. So I will definitely check it out when it comes out. And I think it's set to come out on June 2nd. But now the people who you know, are kind of that more, let's focus story first and all that, aren't the only ones complaining. The other far extreme identitarians on Twitter are also complaining. We have another article here titled, Looks like a Florida meth dealer. Marvel enlists gay Captain America for Pride Month, but fans find him far from flattering. So yeah, it's true. He's got this hoodie tank top thing, partially shaved head, a scar on his cheek, and a nose ring. Personally, I think he looks really cool. Also, believe it or not, there are gay people who look like meth dealers. Like, drug use, as I've addressed before, is a severe issue in the gay community. Anyway, so getting back onto the article, Marvel Comics has unveiled a gay version of Captain America, perhaps pandering to LGBTQ readers ahead of Pride Month. Sure. Uh, but drawings of the new character have left some target buyers feeling more insulted than inspired. Again, personally, I really like his design. 
totally recommend you go check it out. I will also have it posted to our Instagram at thatgaysh.t. So check it out. I will have his designs posted whenever this episode goes out. Uh, so one Twitter user asked, how come the gay Captain America looks like a Florida meth dealer? Comic enthusiast Alex Sakhnrakrav saw the new character similarly saying, he looks like a meth addict hobo. I'm supposed to be flattered as a gay man reading that comic being represented that way. Well, believe it or not, maybe it's not representing you. Not every single queer character has to represent, you know, the entirety of the queer community. Not every gay character has to represent every gay person. Because believe it or not, gay people are very, very different. They come from all walks of life and can look very, very different. I personally really like his design. I think it's unique. And believe it or not, drug use is very common in that runaway and homeless section of the gay community so if he is part of that community which it's implied that he is or outright stated that he is then yeah i would expect him to look that way if you're trying to be accurate to many real world issues that face this community another commenter pointed out that previous versions of captain america including the female captain america 2099 were buff this captain america he said this is imagining gay people are twinky and slim, insulting. And what I guarantee these same people, if he were big and buff, would be saying, and this is imagining all gay people are buff and ripped, insulting. Like, yeah, he's a young guy. Like, I fail to see the issue. And based on what these people say, I swear if Wiccan and Hulkling, who are gay icons in Marvel, one of my personal favorite couples uh, were to come out, people would be bitching that Wiccan is a twink. They'd be like, oh, they're portraying all, all gay people as, as white and athletic and fit and sexy. But it's like, they're superheroes, A. B, he has a Taked on, took on the mantle of Captain America, whatever. We don't know what's happened because we haven't read the issue yet. So let's put a pin in this, hate before it comes out. You don't know what it's going to be like. And so another Twitter commented, one, they aren't LGBTQ+, they are gay. LGBTQ+, is what you call a mixed political or social group of people, not an individual. No, because it's the umbrella term for the community. It's not, well, it's an umbrella term for the community and thus anyone within it can take on that title, right? You can say, I am an LGBTQ plus individual. It's a very broad thing to say, but I am a member of that community. I am of a sexual minority. So you can, yeah, you can call them a member of that community, an LGBTQ plus individual, because you can, that's how the term works. But you would say someone's a member of the queer community, or they are a queer character, right? Or they're an LGBTQ plus person, character. So by saying this, you're, and I've seen this push to try and say that, you know, gay men are no longer an oppressed part of the community, even though I see all sorts of stories of gay men being killed for being gay men, uh, gay men being 
80% of LGBTQ hate crimes in Canada, or no, not LGBTQ, but anti-gay hate crimes, uh, being anti-homosexual hate crimes, 80% of them are men. They're also the majority of all hate crimes in Canada. Um, but I remember that specific 80% for hate crimes against, for sure, based on sexuality. I'm not sure if it also includes other aspects of the LGBTQ. Uh, and then continuing to go on about how he's not buff. Okay, like I honestly don't see why it matters. Sure, he is skinnier, but it's not like he's skinny to the point of being like twigs. Like if he is, and it, he looks like to be a teenager, early 20s at the most, he's not going to be like rippling muscles because that's unrealistic. We also don't know if he just decided to stand up one day and fight for that community, whether it's, you know, against people trying to harass them, steal from them, or if he is actually, you know, super soldier in some way. Because if he isn't, well, then I wouldn't expect him to be big and muscular. So continuing on with the article, the gay character in a new series called The United States of Captain America is a fearless teenager named Aaron Fisher. He sports a nose ring and spiky mullet-like hair with sides of his head shaved down to stubble. He's part of a series in which everyday people from across the nation become Captain America. So he's an everyday person. It doesn't seem like he has anything overly special about him beyond wanting to stand up for other people. So no, he's not going to be this super-powered individual. So he's fairly muscular. I mean, he's not bulging, you know, looks like he's made of circles. I honestly don't take issue with this body type because it seems realistic for what he does or what it seems he does and what I imagine a story is going to be. The first issue will go on sale June 2nd, just in time for Pride Month. The transgender artist who designed Fisher said in a statement, and I only, I skipped the name because I can't pronounce the name, don't want to pronounce it wrong, said in a statement, I'm happy to be able to present an openly gay person who admires Captain America and fights against evil to help those who are almost invisible to society. Writer Joshua Trujillo said the teen stands for the oppressed and the forgotten. I hope his debut story resonates with readers and helps inspire the next generation of heroes. So do I. I think it would be awesome if his story is well-written, well-done, and inspiring. And I truly hope that it is. The new character is just part of Marvel's Pride Month marketing push. The company said last week that artist Phil Timenez will create a new series of variant covers spotlighting Marvel's growing LGBTQ representation, including characters Wiccan, North Star, and Mystique. Marvel also plans a queer-centered special issue called Marvel Voices Pride Number no. 1 that will bring together LGBTQ plus characters. With the strategy also extending to a core legacy character, Captain America, Marvel was bound to offend some fans. For instance, writer Zohan Zuli took issue with the character's skin color. I'm tired of being told that white cis men represent all of us. You're not. Not that you're not tired of it, but you're not being told that. Uh, Julie said, give me a queer Asian disabled captain. Okay, so first of all, if he does end up being a drug user, like some people think, um, addiction in a way is almost like a disability. It's not necessarily a disability and it, anyway, so it's not necessarily, but if he is a drug user, then that is a major thing that he would have to overcome 
but like a physically disabled Captain America isn't going to be able to do the same things Captain America does. Honestly, and he says, you know, takes issue with the skin color, but when I first looked at him, he, like I almost thought that he was a, um, like a light-skinned Latino. That's just because his skin color is just kind of a little darker than white, and it could just be the, the shading of the image. Um, and that it does kind of look like an old-timey photograph of sorts. Um, right? Like kind of faded, um, like in a sepia tone. So he then continues, give me a black trans undocumented captain, anything but another white man. So then write that or so what I take issue with is people. So this character hasn't even come out yet. And people are complaining that, oh, he's not diverse enough. Uh, so first of all, let's just let the character do it, you know, be him. And then let's see other characters come out. Uh, Sorry, didn't mean that that way. Right, let's see how the other characters go. And then if that's the case, try to write your own. Write your own um, black, trans, undocumented superheroes. Write your own queer, Asian, disabled ones. And that's what I take issue with, is I don't like when people change existing characters to fit a narrative. Like, I wouldn't want them to change, uh, you know, Steve Rogers or Tony Stark to be gay or something like that. I think it would make a funny story if Tony Stark were to be turned into a woman and like actually Tony Stark like gender swapped. I think that would be really funny. If it was like a sudden kind of he woke up as one. Just at least if his comics or anything like his movie self, I haven't read the Iron Man comics. The only comic that I've read because it took me a really long time to actually get interested enough to read them was the first run of the Young Avengers. Anyway, so there are people who complain, you know, oh, don't change a character, make your own. So then here they go, they make their own, then they complain, oh, but it's just a gay character. We don't know their motivation or anything when, you know, we're given their motivation. Like, oh, we know nothing about them. Yeah, we know that they're, they're queer and that they stand up for the marginalized. Beyond that, we don't really know what's going to happen. So we can't draw too many conclusions. And then on the other side, you have that they're not diverse enough. So you have too diverse and then not diverse enough, which is where I see a lot of white gay men falling, is that they're being told by the more extreme people of the queer community that they are no longer effectively part of the community. They're essentially cis white gays are essentially, they might as well just be white straight men. And then... The other side is saying, oh, well, then we put these gay people, well, they're, you know, they're diverse, they're, they're not the same. So I'm finding a lot of gay people end up kind of in the middle, and they're kind of being ostracized by both. And I don't want to say ostracized, but they are being dropped as being, you know, for progressives. Right, so looking at this, this media, so you get a white gay man, and on the one hand, they're, the one side, they're saying, oh, this is too diverse, and then on the other side, you're saying, Right, they're saying, you know, it's too diverse, too much forced diversity. And then on the other side, they're like, this is not diverse enough. And then both sides are automatically writing it off saying, this is going to be terrible. It's the worst. Like, how dare they? And then I just think, how about we give people a chance to write and get their feet under them and do the story? It seems interesting to me and I'm excited to, to check it out. And I definitely will. And, you know, I recommend you check it out, too, if this interests you.
again, I really like his character design. I think it looks really cool. He's got multiple piercings, some scars, or that might just be like bruises and stuff. So I'm excited. I think he looks really cool. He's got like some tattoos. And he definitely looks like he's in a homemade getup. Like think Spider-Man from Civil War when he's in that kind of jumpsuit and not the actual Spider-Man suit Tony makes, right? That big like kind of homemade one. Like this Captain America is wearing overalls. He's got, I think he's got an ascot that he wears. Oh, that's interesting. You know, a tank top, an armband, and then like a mask of sorts. So I think that's really cool and I'm excited to to see it. And also it's not like Captain America, the title has only been held by Steve Rogers. As I said, it's also been held by Bucky Barnes, Sam Wilson, and John Walker. So it's a title that gets shifted around. So if we're looking at people who were inspired by Captain America and then take on his mantle to protect those who need protecting, that seems like a very Captain America-y thing to do. Anyway, I'm excited to see this and I hope you guys check it out. And so that's where I'm going to end it today. Make sure to check us out on social media at thatgaysh.t on Instagram and at, the, at thatgaysht on Twitter. Make sure to also share this episode with anyone you think who might enjoy it. And I will catch you guys next time.